Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Grab Your Keys, the podcast for busy people who are looking for more keys to success. And I am super excited to have Vanessa Power on this podcast with me today. And we're doing something different we haven't done before. Vanessa is a realtor for Keller Williams Real Estate in the Bucks County area. So Vanessa, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So um, I love that we get to hear from someone who's in the real estate industry. Um, How did you get into the real estate business? Uh, Well, I got into the real estate business from a friend that kept convincing me or trying to convince me that I should go into real estate, that I would be really good at it. Uh, And if it wasn't for him, I probably never would have thought about it. Um, You may not be able to see, but those of you that can see, you might think my background is a little strange. I'm actually sitting in my high school classroom where I'm also a full-time teacher. So I am still teaching at a local Bucks County high school. I teach government and economics. Um, But a friend of mine just kept saying that my personality, my skill set would really be something that would be perfect for real estate. He was a longtime realtor. Uh, And I have to say, I'm so thrilled that he suggested it because it was never something I thought about. And I absolutely love it. So let me ask you this, since you brought up that you're a teacher, too, Mm -hmm. and you're a mom. Yep. How do you balance everything? How do you balance being a teacher, being a real estate agent, being a mom, and not even in that order? Right. The order shifts every day. So yeah. uh, that's a great question. Um, and I get asked that a lot because especially if people want to hire me as a realtor and they know that I have a, a teaching job someplace, that they're concerned that I may not be able to give them the customer service and 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 the time that they deserve. So balancing is something that I learned a long time ago, how to balance my time and balance my uh, my energy level. And I really um, attribute to being somebody that was super involved in college and, and just always kind of having a lot on my plate. I'm actually one of those people that's better with more than less. Right. Uh, so the balancing act really has a lot to do with just having a very well-planned day and really making sure that you are on top of your game every single day. So fortunately with technology, it has made communication easier during the school day. So if I can't pick up a phone, I can shoot a quick text or I can shoot an email. Um, I do have the luxury of a high school teacher is you do have some breaks in your day where I'm not supervising children all the time. Um, So during that time, I can make a quick um, email. Um, but really, as a high school teacher, it'll, it affords me time in the afternoon and the weekends. Uh, I'm done teaching at 2.50, so I have the afternoon and the evenings, which is when I do most of my real estate work, and on the weekends. Uh, being a mom, I'm fortunate that both of my girls are really doing well in college. They're both out of state, so I am just really moral support. <laughs> most of right. And uh, the real estate, it kind of, I am really careful not to overload myself because I know I need to put all my eggs in all the baskets equally uh, because I don't see any one position or any one job more important than the other. So I really do make sure that 
I balance the time and, and the, the amount of clients I take on is, is something I pay close attention to because I want to be able to give those clients the absolute time they deserve. That's great. So is there anything that you focus on that you really are driving home of, of why you're a real estate agent and, and how, you know, you can help people? Yeah. So I, um, this was a conversation I had with my same friend that got me into this. And one of the things that he recommended to me, and not a lot of realtors talk about this, but that you really need to kind of find your niche in real right. estate because there are lots of very unique needs. And sometimes having a really good um, you know, expertise in something specific really can make you highly valuable and highly uh, sought after. So I, I am a big believer in, in purpose and I wanna do things that have purpose and selling and, and buying houses is absolutely important and there's purpose behind it. But I need something more. I need to feel like I'm I'm helping someone or that I'm providing a service at a time when maybe these people need something that not every person can give them. Um, so I really am working on developing um, my niche in the divorce real estate area. I am a uh, real estate collaborative service certified uh, divorce real estate uh, agent where I'm working on um really developing a clientele that is working through divorce or currently um, contemplating divorce. But I have a great team of lenders and of uh, title company uh, individuals that I work with that really help us pull together uh, the resources that a lot of people need about their homes when they're going through divorce. So that's really where I'm looking to put my energy as I continue through my my growth as an, as a realtor, and I've been able to uh, connect with some great attorneys that I'm I'm starting to be able to work more closely with as well. And that's super important. I deal with divorce clientele all the time, and I always tell them we really need as a mortgage person to get involved in the beginning instead of in the middle okay. or at the end, so that okay. you know the value of the house, so you know if who's qualified to stay at the house or who's not if they're not qualified what each individual is going to be able to afford on their own. And you really need a team to work together to move with that whole, with that, the whole, with the whole uh, group so right. that, you know, and, and you were able to manage it and we're able to manage it unemotionally. There's so much emotion. And yeah. I always tell people, Oh, I deal with you at the best time of your life. You're like getting married, getting divorced, having babies, buying it, like a, buying a house isn't enough. Right. So, um, we, it's really important to have all of those ducks in a row so that you don't raise the stress level so that you can Correct. keep the stress level, you know, balanced yeah. and having that team of a real estate agent, a mortgage person that can say, this is how much equity you have in the house. This is how much you can afford. Who's qualified? Who's not qualified? Or do we just want to vacate the house completely? Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's so true. And I think so much about my own experiences. My girls were pretty young when I was getting divorced and having to sell my house. And I think back to the the angel that was my realtor at the time. Uh, she literally would come in and if we had paperwork to fill out, she would come and sit at my kitchen table and she would say, Vanessa, cook dinner, take care of your kids. I'm here. I will just verbally ask you the questions and I'll fill in the paperwork for you. And she just found ways to make it less stressful, um, to allow me to continue to focus on my kids, not get caught up in, 
in the drama of, of what it could have been. And I, I want to be able to do that for people as well. I love that you can, you know, be vulnerable with them, but also that you can empathize with them because just like myself, we've both been through a divorce. We've both had little children as single moms. And I think that it's, you know, super important for people to understand and empathize and, and not, you know, shy away from, you know, talking about the difficult stuff because it's all, it's all tough. It's all tough and it all has to get done. So having somebody that really helps you sort through that emotionally and physically is really, really important. I agree. Yeah. I love that you're working on that with everyone. That's so important right now. So, um, you are the, the expert for divorce uh, and real estate, for sure. Uh, what are three keys to success that you believe people need in today's market? I, I think the very first thing is you have to love what you do. You have to love what you do. Uh, you can be great at something, but if your heart is not in it and you're not enjoying every moment of it and, you know, give or take, some days are better than others, uh, you know, your job, you're not going to be giving the, the best to your clients. So first and foremost, regardless of what it is, you have to love what you do. Um, I have a great friend that always said, you know, if a job feels like you're going to work, then it's not the right job for you. So definitely loving what you do. I also think communication, communication is so important and not just a quick text, but I mean, taking the time to pick up the phone, talk to people, humanize the situation, uh, really be able to um, hear people, listen to and and have a real collaborative relationship communicatively. And I think the third thing, and ultimately for me, the most important thing is really to show care and concern and to be your authentic self. Um, You know, you mentioned the word being vulnerable with your clients, and I think that's really important. I've learned that in so many different situations in my life. I'm also a former high school administrator. And some of the most important conversations I had with families was really allowing that vulnerability of, I get it, I understand, I've struggled this with, with this myself, but let's work together to figure it out. And I think if people understand the empathy and they know that there is um, somebody that really truly cares, then you really can provide the greatest success for those who you're working with as well as for yourself. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. The love what you do, communication and the care, you know, and concern with being authentic. If people, if you're putting up a shield, people know you're putting up a shield. And that's why it, I, I always tell people in social media, they always ask me, should I have a business page or should I have a personal page? And I always say your business is your personal. Yeah. You know, like, how can you not, how does it not get mucky? Yeah. Of course it's mucky. Because if you love what you do and you want to help people, you don't mind when they're calling you. If you can answer and the kids are in bed or you've already put dinner on, you answer because you love it. And I think that's very hard for some people to understand. Um, And it's also hard to convey when you love your profession, why you love it sometimes. Yeah. It's hard to put words because it's such an individual thing and that what I love may not be what you love. So it is. It is hard to convey. Yeah, I also am a very uh, a person that likes to be very busy, having lots of irons in the fire and constantly going. And sometimes, though, we have to, like, settle down, though, so that we can really open up our minds to understand what's going on. How do you relax? How do you, you know, give time to, to Vanessa? 
so um, a couple of different ways. I, I am one of those people where I like to go for a run early in the morning when it's dark. Um, I get up very early as it is. So um, when I can do an early morning run in the dark with just my headphones in, it's a really good headspace time. There's no interruptions. There's no one um, to distract me. And I can think about the things I need to think about. I can process things. I can uh, zone out if I need to. Um, so that's, a, you know, exercise has always been something like that for me, but really finding um, that type of setting, it's really quieting and calming. Um, so that's a, that's a really important thing for me. I do it so early in the morning also because I know that I can get it in and it won't be interrupted because something else in my day took it away from me. So right. really energizing my day by starting with something like that. I love a good book. I love to curl up with a good book, get lost in a story or just something nonfiction that I find fascinating that I can learn from. Um, and of course, you know, what, who doesn't like a good binge day <laughs> um, yeah. with Netflix or something like that. But, you know, I'm a pretty low-key kind of person when I'm home because so much of my my career choices have made me so extroverted right. and constantly going that I like to be a homebody sometimes. I like that quiet time. And so I kind of play around with it, and sometimes it can look different. Um, yeah. Creature of habit as well. So that that's comforting to me too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great. I have a couple follow-up call uh, questions with that. Yeah. So um, one... So would you say you have a morning ritual that you and a morning routine that that grounds you? Yes, so, definitely during the week, the work week. Yeah, it's like yeah. so constant. It's the same time, like literally <laughs> to the minute will be the same time I get out of bed. It's just one of those things. It, it releases stress for me. It relieves right. it when I know it's all predictable. Yeah. Yeah. And what good book would you say you're reading or you would have recommend for people to read that you've enjoyed? Fiction uh, or nonfiction? So the, the most recent book I read that I really, really enjoyed was not, was a fiction, historical fiction, The Four Winds. That's great. Yeah. And is there any particular thing you're binge watching on, uh, on Netflix? Just finished The Watcher. Oh, everyone's watching The Watcher. I, know. I wasn't going to watch it. And then I keep hearing everybody talk about it because it just looked cheesy to me. But it actually sucks you in. It was good. I yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't taken the plunge yet, but I think I might be soon. Yeah, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. It was good. It was good. And then House of Dragons, but that just ended. So now I got to gotta wait till HBO gets that new, the new season. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, lots of things are coming out the, in the next couple of weeks, too. Yeah. Yes. So um, is there anyone in particular you admire? I mean, yeah. you're a history teacher and all. Yeah. Well, I've <laughs> I've always been a big fan of Benjamin Franklin, and I think some of that is just because I think he had an amazing brain and had amazing capabilities, but I also share a birthday with him, so I think as a young wow. kid, kind of latched on to that. Uh, I don't and, the, and you have the Philly thing going right there. You and know, it is Philly thing. all about Philly right now. Yeah, and <laughs> I have a Philly shirt with uh, Ben Franklin wearing a Philly's hat. I just don't have it on today. Um, so if we're looking at historical characters, definitely Ben Franklin's always there. Gandhi, I love just because I think Gandhi's ways of, of really gaining attention for really, really important concerns and needs was just unique. And it really was powerful. Um, the nonviolence, uh, approach, which I think kind of opened people's eyes to, to really handling conflict in different ways. 
Um, but you know, I think if I'm looking at like today, who am I looking to, I will be honest with you. There's not too many people out there right now that I'm, I'm going to say that I highly admire. Um, but these are qualities that I admire. I really, really admire people that, um, persevere and, um, I've actually fortunate, I've been fortunate to get to know two different people this past year who are, who are clients of mine, who are just remarkable stories of perseverance. Um, who in their 50s have finally been able to, through just grit and hard work and determination, finally own their first home, wow. um, overcoming a lot of financial and personal and health challenges, and just knowing that was always something they wanted. They wanted to, you know, have that economic security of knowing they own their own home um, and just seeing how hard they've worked to get there. That, that's the kind of stuff that I admire. That's the kind yeah. of stuff. So inspiring to me. That's amazing. And in we, as we all know, buying your home builds the most amount of wealth that you can possibly build right. with regards to the equity and, and, you know, because every payment you have goes to principal and interest. Yep. And so you're putting principal into a bank account pretty much every month, which is fantastic. Yep. So uh, that's fan that's great that they got into those first time home buyers. I love helping first time home buyers because you do get so much satisfaction from seeing them get their first home to and and to make memories. So yep. not only are we having people build wealth by buying their homes, but we're having people be able to build new memories in their home, and it's just so fantastic. If you were another profession besides a school teacher and a realtor and a mom, what is there anything that you tickles you? I love constitutional law. Wow. <laughs> Actually on my way That's to a law. lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I was on my way to law school and then I got married and well we did. <laughs> so <laughs> uh but yeah, I I love that kind of thing. I love to read about that kind of stuff. Like I I wish at times I pursued that, but I also look back and think that uh, other things took place and there's meaning behind all of that and purpose okay. of that. So, uh, yeah, if I could, if I could, you know, put the time aside and ha and have the ability to go do that, that would be something. Your I would magic do. wand. Your right. magic wand. Yes. Excellent. So what's in the future for Vanessa? Uh, the future for me is just to continue to uh, to grow my clientele, um, really to continue to work in the, uh, sorry guys, there's an announcement, yeah. <laughs> um, to, to really continue to work in that divorce niche, to really try to work with as many divorcing couples as possible. And, and those, you know, those who after a divorce are really looking to try to move on and figure out what their living situation will be. Like I, I really, that's a really important step. And that's something that is really important to me. So really kind of continuing to work in that realm. Um, I will be retiring from teaching in the next five years. So this is really gonna become that transition into, into a full-time career. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank you so much for helping people find their homes, but also educating people, our little, our high schoolers who were little kids that, you know, are moving on. Yeah. So um, that's a great big job. And I could not be one that could have that job for sure. So everyone, <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everyone for listening to Grab Your Keys. Go grab your keys. Have a great day. And remember, if you know someone who you want to share a Grab Your Keys podcast with, please do. See you next time. Thank you.